Hello, everyone. Welcome back to TMS. It's a special one. It's an unusual one. Brian Ibbett is on a plane on his way to Las, Ve Las Vegas, Nevada, where it's legal to drink and gamble your life away. Uh, and he's going to go do... Well, he's not going to do that. He's going to go relax, have some fun, probably gamble a little bit. It's his birthday. His wife's taking him there. He's got some neighbors and other friends going with him. I wish I was there. I have to perform a wedding. Plus, my wife's out of town. It's a big messy mess. Well, I'd like I'd like to be there too. Yeah, I've been known to gamble and partake in beverages. Of course, you know how. But see, you're you're pretty. Um, what's the word? Moderate. You won't like just go crazy, yes. right? No, no, no. I'm usually uh, one of these guys that I'll put a certain amount away for the trip, and yeah. then every day I'll be like, all right, I can gamble this. If I go below this, I, I'll save for tomorrow, and that's it. Have you ever uh, like what's the most you ever lost at a table or in a, a machine or something? Well, it's it, that comes with a little caveat because I've lost probably three or four hundred dollars, but yeah. I was up like a thousand at the time. Oh my gosh, that's great! Yeah, yeah. Okay. So it was no big deal, but it, it it didn't hurt as much then. But if you just say, "Yeah, I lost four hundred bucks," you'd be like, "Oh my god, I lost four hundred bucks!" But Dude. then it was like, ah, "I'm still up six hundred. So I did not know you were a gambling man. Had no idea. That's awesome. Well, it's not huge. I used to go. So I used to go to Vegas every year with my cousins, uh, a bunch of cousins on a second week of the football playoffs. And we would, because that keeps you, there's two football games on Saturday, two football games on Sunday. Uh, and that kind of keeps you away from the tables a little bit. Yeah. And we would do some pretty heavy sports betting. Right. So we would get up a bunch if we, you know, had, if we hit it pretty good for the football, we would be up a bunch. And then we would do this thing where we would, everybody would put 50 bucks in and give it to one of my cousins. And you know, you know roulette, right? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Black and red. Mm -hmm. So we would, uh, we would find a streak. Now, what would you think about a streak of one color? Would you go for the streak or would you go against the streak? Uh, how long is a streak? How many in a row? So let's say at least three or four numbers in a row being the same color. Okay. Oh, I think I'd go against the streak at that point. I'd, I'd figure my time was running out on that. So we always went with the streak. Okay. And I don't know why there was some, there was some metaphysical thing that one of my cousins said, just always go with a streak, always bet on a streak. So we would go up, my, we would give my cousin 50 bucks each and be like 300 bucks. He would go up and just drop the money down. And all of us would have our own little superstitious thing. We would scatter like cockroaches. One of us would go, we wouldn't want to look at it. Another one would go touch another table or something. And uh, then the thing would come out and then we would all like either cheer or go to the next table. And we did this a lot over the years. And I want to say we kind of came, we came out ahead, uh, you know, more often than not. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't something that we never really pushed our luck too much. But I mean, there were years where we would end up with like 500 bucks ahead once this was said and done. And they'll take, you know, they take uh, cash bets on those type of things. You just throw it down on black and you yeah. just, just go with it. Yeah. But, uh, uh, and you can, I mean, so here's the deal. Like mathematically, you're going to end up at 50-50 at some point, right? Like that's just the way well, that's going to go. I mean, as far, well, actually, mathematically, you'll end up with less because those tables have a zero and a double zero. Oh, right, right. And if it comes up those, you're screwed. Yeah, that's true. So, I mean... They are you know, favored. It's, it's they're favored. In, they're in the for, in favor of the house. They always are. But yeah. like flipping a coin. It was, if uh, you flip a coin enough times, you're going to go heads and tails about 50% of the time. Just like if you had enough kids, you'd have all, you it may seem like you're having all boys, but eventually you'd equal it out if you could just keep right. going. So, right. So I love when people do a superstition like thing because I know <laughs> it doesn't actually do anything, but I love it. I love when they're, and, uh, and the more weird and unique. It is the more I like it. For some reason, those have always entertained me that somebody has a little now, thing they do. So don't think any less of me about my superstition, okay? I won't. I it's really weird. All so, right. and I don't have any fetishes. I'm not weird like that or anything like. Not that any, if, if you have a fetish, more power to you. <laughs> I do not have a fetish. But what I would do is, you know, Vegas and some of these casinos, they would have these statues all around. Yeah. So I'd always have to go, and I would always have to go and put my hand on on a statue's foot. On the foot. I don't know why, because, well, because probably breaching hands or, or there, any other parts were probably there harder. Were there were a just, bunch of those in, uh, like, Caesar's Palace is perfect for that. Exactly. Yeah. And if, especially if there was, and if there wasn't, I would just kind of go, you know, find a rail, and then I would find, like, where the cross would come to the rail and just kind of lean there. Other <laughs> One of my other cousins, he wouldn't even look at it at all. The other one would just be standing there. It's, it's hilarious what we did. But, you know. When you get the first win, all right, well, you now you're placing playing with house money. Yeah, yeah. And then it'd be like, if it keeps going, it keeps going. And then, oh, it's just, I hate to even think about it. Because, again, it's it's a bad thing about gambling because it is a rush. But we never really, we never really overdid it in, in those years. But I love playing some table games and stuff. But I'm not, I'm, I'm a, I have no balls. I'm a big wuss, man. I don't like losing money. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, I, I, I worked too. hard to get this money. Yeah. I'm the same. Like if you like if you ask me, all right, we're going to 
we're going to a, a casino and they have all this casino stuff to do or there's a tiny arcade somewhere with a bunch of dirty old 80s machines which would you rather put your money in the arcade oh, machines to to... absolutely 100 yep. percent like not do even you bring your own do you bring your own towelettes to the arcade machine uh Johnson? no but i will kim always bring when we go to vegas she always has a little bottle of uh purell in the bag okay yeah so we do that a lot yeah. and she reminds yeah. me i usually forget people think i'm some kind of neat freak i'm really not like i'll run around and touch all the crap in vegas and forget to wash my hands 50 times a day and she'll be the one going here purell you just held that joystick for too long or whatever like she knows <laughs> She knows what's yeah, up. Yeah, it's funny because I'm not really a germ guy, but I have this real big thing about washing my hands like a million times a day because my wife always laughs at me. If we go somewhere and get like wings, mm -hmm. like I'm barely done before I'm running to the bathroom to go wash. <laughs> and towelettes, not good enough. No, they're I not. Gotta wash. Gotta, they're not. not no, well, not for me. It's not It's not a germ thing. It's just I got to feel my hands. I got to feel clean. Yeah, but those lemon scented ones, they make me want to eat them. Is that weird? <laughs> like I'll, well, <laughs> I'll open one of those Zara. up and go, oh, mm, this, I could almost eat this towelette. I never do, but I kind of want. Hey, well, let me ask you this too. So you guys have been married. What was it twenty five years? Or something like that now. Six now. Twenty six. Twenty six years. Yeah. So, uh, have you heard this? I've always heard this uh, from people uh, that you know one of the keys to. Ooh, this is all lemon pez, pez, by the way. Probably nice. just as good for me as eating towelettes. But anyway. <laughs> well, they make your mouth nice and clean. Yeah, that's true. That's the rumor. Uh, Sorry, you were, I interrupted you. Sorry, you were saying. No, that's okay. So I've always heard that uh, the key to happiness in a, in a good marriage is is hug every day and say I love you at the end of every every conversation. Sure, why not? So I always get in this <laughs> habit, and I, and I hate, I don't know how you are with phones. I hate talking on the phones. Yeah, and I, I do it at it. work a lot. So whenever I talk to my wife on the phone, it's always I love you at the end of every conversation. Sure. So the hardest thing in the world is when I'm at work and I hang up, go to hang up with a nurse, I'm always about to say I love you yeah, to the love nurse you. every time I hang and I've done it before. It's it's the way <laughs> I've totally done it before. I've done it before with dudes. And I am not oh. a dude. I don't like the dudes in that way. So I would never. Well, I mean, they're, they're dudes, I guess, that I love. But, you know, it's weird at the end of a call with right. a guy that's like your insurance guy. And he goes, so anyway, we'll say, uh, sign those papers Thursday and you should be all set. All right. Thanks, Bill. Love you. Click. Ah, shit. <laughs> I've done that. That was a little awkward there, Bill. Yeah, it's not good. And then Bill's so a nurse probably this just week, like... Ooh. A nurse this week, I asked her, uh, you know, I always ask what their name is and their phone number. And a nurse yeah. gives me the phone number, you know, for the office. And the right. nurse goes, oh, wait, that's my phone number. I was like, well, that's a little awkward. Yeah, you don't want that. <laughs> unless she's trying... Maybe she's going after you, dude. You don't know. <laughs> well, so also at Gen Con. So let's back to Gen Con here. Oh, good. Uh, We're back to Gen Con. Oh, I forgot to even say who's here. Hey, guys, oh. look, it's Dan Dan, the tabletop man. Dan Patrice, <laughs> fresh off his uh, Gen Con week. It happened last week and... And uh, there were photos and all kinds of stuff, uh, debauchery going on. We got to see from from remote, uh, whatever. You got to see a bunch of frog panthers, which is cool, and hang out with some people. Oh yeah, that made me happy. Always a ton of fun to see the frog panthers. Yeah, so we got we pulled Dan in today in lieu of Brian to just do a little Gen Con recap, and then also if you have weird questions about pharmaceutical stuff, you can ask those too, or I can ask them. And if you want to do that, you can actually call live on the show if you're here watching right now eight zero one four seven one zero four six two. Put in your phone. Give us a call. We'd be happy to take your call on the air. If you don't get through, it might mean someone else is on there. And if you get voicemail, try again. Uh, and if we put you on hold and it seems like we haven't picked you up yet, don't worry about it. We will. We just kind of have you in a holding pattern. That's the way stuff happens on the radio. All right. Sorry. Where were we then? No, that's right. So, so I was going to give uh, – so I was talking to a, a media relations coordinator for, yeah. for a company, for one of the board game companies. And I always keep my – you know, you keep your business card in your pocket. Sure. So I went to get whip out my business card. And I went to hand it to her, and I looked down, and it's my room key. And there we go. <laughs> That's awkward. I was like, oh, don't want to be giving you that. Yeah. Say, here's my card. Don't, don't <laughs> my say it card, that way. if you will. Uh, so I got, a so question. You... I got a pharmacy question first before we yes, get into sir, the Yes, sir. Go for it. All right, here we go. <laughs> Thursday. All right, Wednesday night, mm -hmm. I got a burrito from Del Taco. Okay. Now. Like you do. Like some people do. And Anything good on there? You have uh, some sauces. It's a carneus carne. They called it the carne asada, big beefy bastard, or I don't know what it's called. The carne asada bunghole assault. That's basically what I ended up with. <laughs> so I eat, I get this thing, and I've had it before, and it's been fine. Something in the beans was funky. I can't tell you what. I just seemed a little off to me. Okay. But I ate it anyway. About midnight, I wake up. And I spend from midnight till about 7 a.m. Oh, Lord. Uh, doing the old 1-2 uh, dance with the, with the bathroom there. 
Now, I never barf because I don't barf. My body won't right. let me. But So you didn't do the zero one two. It was just the one two. Just the one two. And um, it was all handled by the southern delegation, if that makes any sense. It was <laughs> Boy, a- you know, that's a shame because if you did the zero, you might actually – it might have saved you a few hours. That's what I'm thinking. And that's I but that's and I know that, right? Like I know that at the time, but it just I can't right. do it. I don't know why. So anyway, kind of all, just felt b- bad all day Thursday. A little better by the night. This was yesterday. Mm-hmm. But it was clear to me that it was the burrito. Like I was 100% sure it was that burrito. And now I feel fine. Feel great. Like it's out of me. So here's right. the pharmaceutical question. Sure. Is there anything I should have done to help this situation or is it best to just let nature come and take its toll so this is an interesting one i like questions like this because you get this a lot in the pharmacy yeah. so i'm let me let me back up a bit so i'm guessing this was it's carne i guess that's what is that beef beef yeah and the beef all seemed right. fine it was all the i think it was this be, the black beans that were in there okay well that's fine so <laughs> when you're talking about something like a stomach bug or uh even if it's food poisoning things like that the first thing people think of is well we gotta we gotta stop the diarrhea <laughs> I subscribe to new. We want to keep the diarrhea because you don't want to keep that crap in you. Okay. So to so pardon the pun. Uh, it's the you don't reason your body's kicking in, you. in, right? It's the reason your body's doing this is because it needs to get out. Right? Right. Okay. So you want to just, you don't want to, you don't want to make it worse. I mean, you don't want to take anything to make you go. So you can take things like, you know, plenty of fluids. So you just don't get dehydrated because when you feel bad the next day, a lot of times it's the electrolytes and the fluids. So just get the fluids, you know, maybe a little bit of a tea or something along those lines, you know, a sweet tea or, uh, you know, whatever kind of things you want as far as electrolytes go, you know, not stay away from the Gatorade because that can dehydrate you a little more. Uh, we talked about this in the last paradox as far as the, uh, Oh wait! I forgot about this. That's right. You said you said Gatorade has a paradoxical effect of making you more dehydrated. Why is that again? Well, it's because it's so much sugar and salt that are in there. So a lot of times they'll have like now they've got G two, which is a lot more water. Or I always tell people to like uh, I always tell people to dilute it with fifty fifty with water if you're going to use Gatorade. But there's really a lot a lot of times nothing better than than just straight water to help get that uh, rehydration going. Or the next thing I you're going to tell me is that the Gatorade gum I had when I was a kid was bullcrap and not really anything more than just flavored gum. It didn't really refresh me or keep me hydrated. Is that what you're going to tell me next? <laughs> no, you're going to tell yourself. I'm just going to agree with you. <laughs> when I was a kid, I was convinced that that stuff was doing me some good on the soccer field. I'm like, yeah, I got Gatorade gum. And people would say, do you want any water or whatever? Nah, I'm good. I had this wad of Gatorade gum. <laughs> Yeah, if anything, it probably just got your saliva going a little bit more, so it felt like you were probably swallowing that, and it felt like you were getting more. Oh, man, that's not good. Just recycling myself. Anyway, all right. Yeah. So don't try to don't try to plug it unless you're on an airplane or something. Uh, yeah, then you can plug it. You know, take some emodium and things like that. So you, know. you also have to. So if let's just say you have something that uh, let's just say you have a diarrhea that you kind of want to stop, and it's you know probably not infectious, things like that. So. If you do take things like Imodium or there's a Lamotil, which uh, is a controlled substance. And Lamotil, this is funny. This is great. I love drug names. Some drug names are great. So Lamotil. That means, you know, it's, they take that from low motility. Oh, I thought it was French for like the moto. Le motil. No, it's uh, just for low motility. Because <laughs> okay. you want to stop basically. Uh, diarrhea is a lot of times just the acceleration of the GI. is just moving everything through too fast. And a lot of times that's some uh, things that when you're trying to get uh, constipation, a lot of times you'll have uh, GI motility enhancers. So with low modal, if you get to the point where you start, and same thing with um, uh, Imodium, when you get to the point where it's starting to slow down, stop taking the medicine immediately because you won't freaking go for days. Once you once you get over that hill, man, you're screwed because you just will, you'll be plugged up like you wouldn't believe. So be careful with that stuff. All right. Don't take, don't, don't assume. Yeah. And if you're like, you know, oh, I'm home all night. I, I canceled whatever. I'm not going anywhere. Let nature come in and knock the door down and do its business and then leave. That's yeah, and, you and if you have to pass gas, make the right decision. Make sure you get to the bathroom. Don't, don't make the wrong decision. <laughs> well, aren't, aren't you guys live people glad you came to this today that this was the day you picked this is amazing that we got through that all right fantastic there's your good advice to start with if any of you have questions like that or have other things you want to ask us please send those in all right can we get a i mean thumbs up or down on the overall experience and then let's talk about some specifics some surprises and stuff that you found at gen con so overall this was a great year so i don't know it was a little weird because i had a there was a lot less people in the industry that i know as far as designers and stuff and, and reviewers that were going 
Uh, so what I did was I front loaded the heck out of my schedule and got all my meetings out of the way, pretty much for the most part on Thursday, mm -hmm. uh, where I, I do a lot of meetings for my charity event, Gamers for Cures. I talk to a lot of publishers and I also get a press badge. So I want to cover a lot of things. But this was the year that it seems like in the past, sometimes you go home from these cons and you're like, I feel like I played nothing. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah. But this year, I played an absolute ton mm. of games. It was mm. awesome. So the rest of the days, I got to play just so many games. And I think you were, uh, I think it was Schleicher was talking to you about a lot of, there was a lot of good comic book games. Oh, yeah. That, that a whole bunch this out. year. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So that Marvel LCG that's coming out from Fantasy Flight Games, I think it's called, uh, it was a Marvel Champions, I believe it was called. Uh, that one looks really good. It's a bit in-depth. Uh, but I think it's going to be a really good game. It's kind of a weird little model that they do with their LCG. So this one is going to be, uh, it's a combination of kind of the Lord of the Rings LCG and the Arkham LCG. Mm -hmm. So it kind of has that combination. And the only reason why I know it's the Lord of the Rings, uh, a little bit of that is because the, the guy that was demoing, he's like, hey, uh, you ever play the Lord of the Rings LCG? Do you remember Gandalf? He's like, yeah, that, that card right there. Uh, I think it was um, uh, Nick Fury. Yeah. He's like, yeah, Nick Fury is Gandalf. <laughs> I was like, wow. okay. okay. So I was like, and I hadn't played, I haven't played the uh, Lord of the Rings LCG in forever. So that's how I knew it was kind of a little mix of that. And they, they picked five. So they picked five heroes for the base box. So they've got Iron Man, She-Hulk, Captain Marvel, uh, Captain, I'm sorry, um, Black Panther, and, oh, and Spider-Man. So those are the five that are in the base box. So they're a little, little outside the regular realm. So I guess that's probably to help them fuel their monthly you know, the LCGs, they put out these monthly, like, $20 boxes. Is, Vi is Vision the in there? Vision's on the box. Is he in there also or no? No, he's not. I mean, he might be an extra card, but those are the only five playable characters, weird. which is weird because because Hulk is on the box and so is Vision. Yeah, so is Iron Man. So is uh, yeah. Thor. Well, Iron Man is Thor's actually really cool to play. That's crazy. All right. So what's cool about Iron Man, uh, with this game, you have kind of a alter ego and your superhero, uh, you know, uh, ego, where you have a different hand size and a different amount of things that you can do when you're in either one of these. So Iron Man is cool because your hand size when you're Iron Man is one card in your hand, mm -hmm. but it's plus one card for every piece of tech that you have equipped to you. Okay. So in your when you're in Tony mode, you need to get a lot of cards and you can get, you know, there's a draw mechanic with Tony that you can get more cards and you put the cards out and you get like your uh, repulsors, uh, you get the helmet, you get the, the the thing in your chest, whatever the heck that thing's called. And you get all those and then you flip into uh, Iron Man mode, you could do some damage and then you can get this flight flight mechanic. Man, it, it's, it's really cool. It's a little in-depth. I don't know, you know, uh, since it's an LCG, you don't have to like buy packs and then make your deck. This is going to be one of these things where each character is going to have like, let's just say 16 cards that are theirs and then you can build your deck with the cards that come with the game. Problem is, who the hell has time to sit here and figure all that stuff out? I'm going to go like net decking and figuring out what the good cards are to put together because right. I just want to play the game. Sure. That sounds like so. me. <laughs> that, yeah, that sounds exactly. like something I'm But it looks do. good. It's going to be in depth. Yeah, it looks cool. I'm looking at uh, some of the card art right now, looking at some of the mechanics. Unstoppable villains. That's an interesting concept. Um, yeah, so the villains have... Uh, they, they have this thing where they've got these two one or two schemes and then they've got this other minor scheme where you can you can clear out some of these other things that come out but you can't ever get rid of certain schemes so you just have to keep that at bay and then uh, as far then you just have to try and defeat the villain whatever they have like they'll have a certain amount of hit points per player how long did it you take know, to like play 15, that game how long were you on a table playing uh, we played like one they only let us play like one round of it mm -hmm. and they kind of like set us up a little bit so I mean it was a little while because we were kind of talking and asking questions so I'm guessing you're this one might be like a good hour to two hours to play a, a scenario. It's not bad. It's pretty good. Not bad at all. But, but uh, you know, if you want that, if you, you know, you take the time to make these decks, you kind of want a nice media experience. How, uh, okay, question now. I'm going to insert questions that are nothing about games in between these. Sure. How smelly are people at Gen Con compared to other cons? Oh, my God. It's ridiculous. So, <laughs> I don't know if you remember. I, I mention this every year. It's the three, two, one rule. Uh -huh. Three hours of sleep. Yep. Two meals a day. Yep. And one flipping shower. Yeah, it's not hard. My God, people, it's not hard. You you know, you wake up, you hop in a shower, it helps wake you up. Yeah, and you got Even one in every one of your hotel rooms. They all have one, it turns out. Oh, people <laughs> freaking stink at Gen Con. It's, and, it, you know, it's more so in certain areas, yeah. uh, you, you know, and there's stereotypes about certain card games. They're there for a reason. Because yeah. when you when you walk through certain areas, you just have this waft, and you're like, my God, it's, it's day one. You shouldn't smell this bad. Yeah. Last shower they had was like a week before they got there. Uh, all right. Oh, uh, it's definitely not. Dan is definitely not part of the problem. 
Uh, Thank we, God, no. Yeah, I, I, uh, I, I'm anal about my showers. Some days I even shower twice because we have about a mile walk to the hotel. Yeah. And uh, and it's you know when it gets hot in India, especially in the middle of Ju- you know the end of July, beginning of August. Sure. Um, oh, here's a question for you, yeah. Scott. Yeah, yeah, go. So I'd never seen these things for you. Okay. I mean, b- uh, before. Okay. So you live by a big city. You know, you go. To, you like to go to the big city of, of Salt Lake. Yeah. Do they have these? Uh, do they have these scooters? Oh yeah, the scooters are everywhere, all over the place. It's like Lime and another company. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have three actually, three competing companies, um, all of which I think started in San Francisco, but have branched out. And now those things are—they litter. They've also branched into bikes, so there's bikes and stuff. Um, oh wow! But the scooters are the big ones, and they're everywhere. Every corner has like three or four piled on top of each other, waiting to get used again. Um, I—I've I, never used one. But I, okay. I hear for stuff like you're just talking about, commuting for uh, a mile to a convention center or something, they're kind of perfect for that. They, uh, they are absolutely perfect for yeah, that. Yeah. So the first night we get there, usually we get there on Tuesday. I'm sorry, the first night we, the, the second night we get there, we have a little meetup at the Yard House, uh, which is, you know, right by the convention center. And, uh, you know, actually uh, uh, a bunch of uh, frog panners came out to see us. So a bunch of the uh, tadpole came out, which was great to uh, yeah, see a bunch of people good. out there. Isn't that um, a, what, tell me about the Yard House restaurant? What is it? Bar, bar? It's a yard. It's a, it's a restaurant bar. They've okay. got like a million taps, but it's got amazing food. I'll bet. The food Those is to die for. Places are always good. Love them. All right. So a buddy of ours, a uh, buddy of ours, Jason, who owns Green Couch Games, he he always comes with his buddy, uh, Eric, and he's like, all right, we're going to come over. We'll be right there. We're going to hop on a scooter. And just like that, like 10 minutes before that, I was like, all right, I'll download this stupid app. And so I downloaded it through my card in there. I was like, I'll, I'll try it. And some, you know, I was like, I'll, I'll try it. You know, I like to walk, but, you know, I go back and forth so many times, especially on Sunday with the charity. And I was like, let me just see if I can knock some time off it. Five minutes later, Eric, I mean, uh, Jason texts me back and he's like, uh, not going to be making dinner. Long story. I'll tell you later. I got to take Eric to the uh, urgent care. Eric. And I'm like, no, not, not a, I did see Hawkito. Yeah. That well, I was say, you freaked me out for a minute. I thought something happened with oh, Eric. Eric. Okay. No, this All is right. another buddy of his, Eric. Okay. So it turns out Eric was on a scooter and you got to be careful. Like this is one thing that it's pretty easy to do. You like look behind you. you know, when you see if your friend's still with you, yeah. make sure nobody's behind you. Yeah. Well, you know, roads, especially in India, there are just cracks everywhere. You don't want to be, and you're not supposed to be on a sidewalk. You can get fined apparently for being on the sidewalk. Wait, which I didn't realize. Walking on a sidewalk? No, a scooter. Oh, a scooter. Okay, okay. Yeah, scooter. All right, sorry, that sounded really weird in my ears. Yeah. Okay, keep going. Stay with me, Johnson. All right, I'm here. I'm here. I'm good. <laughs> I'm just playing. So uh, he apparently was riding a scooter, and he hit. He was looking to make sure uh, Jason was behind him, and he kind of jiggled a little bit, and he went to put his foot off to the side, and his foot. So his foot went like straight down. Yeah. His femur went into his knee, into his leg. And he snapped, just just absolutely snapped his leg right right together. And th- he had like a big compression break. The poor dude, he had surgery that he had to be in the hospital. He was in surgery the next day. He had to go back to, uh, I think it was from somewhere in Michigan. I can't remember, uh, up there in Michigan. And uh, he had, I saw his leg. He had pins, three pins in his, his, uh, his bottom leg and his shin and three pins up by his femur. And he had bars. Oh, my gosh. That's gnarly. So they, and he had to, the swelling's got to go down. He's going to have to have another surgery. So I was I was that crapping is, my pants to go on any of these scooters. That's freaking scary, dude. Yeah, if the roads are poop, yeah, I'd probably would stay away from those things. I didn't think about that. That really oh, sucks. Yeah. Well, I hope he had good insurance and didn't end up uh, freaking bankrupt because healthcare sucks here. And that would Yeah, blow. he's a pastor. So hopefully, I think he, hopefully he's got a little bit, somebody to take care of him because I know he's a pastor and stuff. But, yeah. uh, but I did get on the scooters and it was only like two bucks to get. And I was, of course, I'm doing like the granny, the putt putt, but it's still because I'm not going very fast after hearing what happened to Eric. Yeah. So I was, uh, I was going down towards the uh, convention center and they, you know, they drive pretty well. They go fast enough. You, they go up to like 15. And I was like, yeah. I'm going to, you know, I'm not going that fast. <laughs> they do. But, uh, They're not, they, it seems like they would never be, they, 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 they wouldn't feel fast because 15 sounds like nothing, but mm-hmm. it's, it's something like you can't run that fast or if you can, I yeah. don't know who you are. Like it's and 15 can do some damage. Yeah. You can. Well, clearly this poor Eric guy, <laughs> I feel bad for him. That sucks, but nobody else got hurt, right? Everyone else is good. No, none of us. We never, we never had any close calls or anything like that. No, no collisions. And uh, I did hear somebody said they saw somebody take a tumble in front of them, but they were apparently that other person was apparently okay. But you see people, they're just hauling ass with oh, reckless yeah. abandon. I'm like, let me tell you a story about a guy named Eric. Did Eric? Uh, so this Eric guy get to do anything with the con, or he had to go home? No, he didn't even make it to the con. He was supposed oh. to help our buddy Jason out at his booth, 
never even, you know, he's got uh, three months of recovery and then a good enough six to nine months of, uh, of physical therapy. That really burns Poor my guy. cheese. I feel bad for him. Yeah. Um, but I did get to see Eric Van Skyhawk and the Funks. Oh, the Funks. The Funks are great. Oh, the, both Funks. Would they bring the kid with them or leave the kid to home? No, you know, they left the kid at home. Mm. And, uh, and John's, uh, his brother was actually there. Uh, here's a real cool game I got to play with the Funks. And and, and I got a picture on my uh, Twitter of of, of uh, Hawkido doing this. We played Air Pictionary or Pictionary oh, Air. Oh, yeah. I'm really curious about this. Ex- explain Pictionary Air. So... Uh, Pictionary Air, I think it's only like 20 bucks. I think you're just basically paying for the, probably for the app. And then the, there's this little pen. So you have this like pen device and there's a little button on it and it's, it's on your iPad and you can actually hook, they had the iPad hooked up to a TV as well, but you, you kind of take a card and then you look at the person through the iPad and then they're just drawing in midair. That's crazy. And you can actually kind of, if they say clear it, they can clear it. But as they're drawing a picture is, well, if they're good, probably like you, you'd be able to do this in midair. I was like, Everything I, I have a theory. Everything you draw on Pictionary looks like a penis, no matter what you draw. Uh, I mean, actually, I live. I have a little. I've gotten pretty good at it, but I have a little bit of a um, disadvantage when I play because I tend to try to get too detailed, and it mm-hmm. takes more time than it should. So, if somebody said, let's say the word is spider as an example, the other guy's going to draw a quick circle with a quick three legs on each side, and the guy and everyone's going to go, ah, spider, right? I do it, and I'm like, right. all right, it's like a three-quarter dimensional view of my spider. <laughs> he's this kind of spider, a little tiny head, big body. Maybe he's black, so I'm going to kind of shade in all this and put a little Black Widow mark on the back, and the legs are going to be long. Like, that's how I do it, and I lose because of it. So I'm not your guy, probably. Because, well, want... by the time you get to, like, the legs are like, time is up. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, the tech <laughs> but the tech of this, did it work, or did it glitch out? Like, how did Oh, it... no, it worked great. I mean, it worked amazing. Hmm. Um, I mean, I guess it's kind of using the same tech as, like, what was the old PS whatever air thing? PS, what, what oh, the, the, the want, the the uh, move controllers that you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. So, they kind of look like that. So, it looks like a pen with, I guess, it's got a little, probably a specific color light that, I guess, the, the software picks up as you're doing it in here, because you're pressing a button as it's picking it up. Right. But for something so simple... Man, we had a blast. We just kept trying to go and, and, and go again, and uh, you know, it, it was it was a blast. I didn't pick it up, but I but I highly recommend it, especially if you like you know good family games or a good party game like that. It's only twenty bucks. It's what they told me at the booth. That's crazy. I'm getting one mm-hmm. now. This sounds like the perfect party game at my house. Amazon probably has it. All right, I'm gonna track that down. That's cool. I was a oh, yeah. big Pictionary nerd growing up. You don't have to be much a nerd. I just really enjoyed it. I played it all the time. <laughs> Uh, well, and was, I love games like uh, I don't see it too much anymore, but a game like Cranium was always a lot of fun because you have like uh, there's you know acting things, spelling things, drawing things, mm-hmm. clay. There was a little bit of everything in Cranium. I'm su- surprised that something like that uh, you know kind of has fallen off the face of the earth. Yeah, those kind of games are kind of great. In fact, what's the one where you have to is Cranium? What's the one where you have to mime everything? You can't say a word, but you have to just mime it, and you have so much time to do i mean it almost sounds like 10 different well charades games. is charades is kind of like that and they do reverse charades they also have the one where you kind of put it above your head oh right and the, you're doing that's different kind things of charades too to isn't say, it yeah well it's actually i guess that's more like password yeah that's that ellen game um what the hell's that called yeah. whatever like that is tilt words or something like that head head head, head words phone on your head ellen's head <laughs> i don't know something like that all right so that's so cool you, you see a lot of cool things too at gen con so they have a lot of these booths they have like corset booths and like these boppers of people that are like into um wait corset uh, what's a corset booth what's that well they have i'm sorry booths that sell corsets like course like you wear yes wait like the kind you would put on so what to keep your back straight while you play for long periods of time no i mean i mean gen con has everything they have like role-playing and they have uh um oh what is it when you're out there bopping people um (laughs) bopping people you know when you're when you're playing role-playing in the yard but you're like throwing people fireball fireball oh oh, um, larping 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 so they have stuff for larping (laughs) and you know people are actually fighting with like these foam swords and stuff so they have things like corsets or you know steampunk is very big you know uh, people love dressing up with steampunk and things like that so they have these really victorian looking corsets and people will be trying them on right there in the booth but they also have these amazing props that you can buy yeah so uh, I, my buddy, I don't know why the hell he did, but he just, I guess he just tried on a Captain America shield and he bought it right there. And it was, this thing was 300 bucks. It is heavy as hell. It, it's a real, I mean, you'd swear it was uh, vibranium. Yeah. You'd swear it was something because it was, 
I mean, it was so heavy. It looked great. It's probably steel. They also had, yeah. for 400 bucks, they had a, uh, a Thanos gauntlet <laughs> that the uh, the gems were all magnetic. Oh, no way. So, so you can, like, drop out. it in. I didn't buy that. Don't worry. I'm not, you know, That's I'm not so gambling cool, though. Are they, Were those thing. officially licensed, or were they somebody hacked those together? You know, that's a good question. I did. I didn't see it at the booth, but the Captain America had a star on it, so I don't know if they have any sort of license or you have these things. I think they play fast and loose at cons like this because you'll see a lot of these booths that'll have like all these, uh, you know, pint glasses mm -hmm. that'll have all the symbols on there. I can't imagine people are paying licenses, licenses, royalties for to put you know things on uh, you know pint glasses. Yeah, no, that's crazy. That's insane to me. Uh, all right. Did you uh, any other games like you were like, oh my gosh, had no idea this was going to be as rad as it is? Like something. So uh, I've got well another card game. This is a, uh, not necessarily one that I think is a lot rad, but I actually like this. But one that I think you would really dig. Yeah. So did you play Eternal? Uh, Eternal, the card game. Yes. Oh, is that out? Yes. The physical one. So the. Yep. So it's not the same. It's not exactly one to ones because I think Eternal is kind of like a Hearthstone clone, isn't it? It, it kind of is. It's got some. It's. I'd say it's actually closer to Magic. Like it's got the pop okay. and the animation and the sort of look of Hearthstone, but the actual underlying gameplay is a lot more like you know how Magic's got mana and land and you know all that resource right. stuff. This game has that as well, and it's a little more okay. complicated as a result, but it's pretty cool. I like Eternal a lot. It's good. So this is by Renegade Game Studios and also Direwolf Digital. So I think Direwolf is who makes the regular card games. So there's kind of a partnership there. Yeah. This is called Eternal Chronicles of the Throne. This is a deck building game. So this is why people like you and me who don't want to collect things and we don't want to be in the meta of doing all this other stuff. This is why this is is, is so good. It's because it's a deck building game. You start off with your basic uh, nine card deck. And then there's this sets of cards where there's one card you get random and it'll be everybody will have every game you'll have a different random one but it's like kind of like a little head start card it'll be like a monster that may help you out to start off with and then there's a, a row of six cards that are available to start with that you know randomly available from the center deck and then you're just kind of playing cards and you're purchasing things there's a couple of different things with this and some other deck building games like uh so like star realms and hero realms are kind of similar to this this changes things up where uh, your opponent's monsters actually attack you at the end of your turn uh -huh which is kind of cool. Yeah. So it kind of gives you a little uh, way to plan. And, it, you know, like most really good deck building games, there's no interrupts and crap like that. So there's no surprises right. sure. that they're they're throwing down. Uh, and there's a couple of little other things that are involved in the game, but it's a very, very good uh, deck building game. I think you would really dig that one. I think it was only about 25 bucks. That's it? I'm getting that. When yeah. is that out? Is that out now? It should be out. If it's not out now, it'll be out any day now. Like, you... A lot of these things have like pre-releases at Gen Con, but they're generally not out. Uh, it doesn't take very long. Uh, you would You would absolutely love this. Uh, you can play it up to four, but just these type of games, I always say play it with two. You would dig this. Deck style. builders are my favorite. Deck collector, or you know, like collector CCG style stuff. No, yeah. no thanks. But for yeah. whatever reason, deck deck builders are my jam, and I like what they. Eternal's cool. Like Eternal's actually, of all of the Hearthstone sort of likes that came out since Hearthstone, easily the one I like the most. In fact, I think I like yeah. it better than Hearthstone. I know that put, makes me blasphemous or something, but. I hate that you said that because it has this little card with a code in it that it gives you like 10, 10 packs and a special this and a special that for buying it. How do you buy? So you get a little anywhere? bit of loot in there too. Does does how do you where do you where would you get this though? Because it's not on Amazon. So right? it's it's from Renegade Game Studios. So you can either try their website uh, or go to look for it on uh, just Eternal Chronicles of the Throne. Or usually there's a there's a lot of times there's a link to the Amazon store on uh, on BGG. Oh, and here BGG we go. is also. Uh, has they've um, they've changed their layout a little bit on BGG and they've kind of done a little bit of a facelift. Yeah, it's okay. It's all right. It takes a little bit getting used to. <laughs> um, I'm not seeing it in their go store to uh, Cool yet. Stuff Inc. Go cool. go to CoolStuffInc.com. Cool. Whoops. Hold on. Oh my gosh. Not a sponsor. Cool but Stuff sure Inc. Scott will take their money anytime. Yeah, yeah, be no problem. Inc.com. <laughs> okay, I'm going. Site blocked. How do you spell it? Cool stuff, Inc. I N Cool stuff, I N. Let's see. S T U F F I N C. Yeah, let me. I got it. Dot com this. sent me to a. Um, oh, that's right. How did I do that wrong? I must have put one F or something. Oh, here we go. Coolstuffinc.com. I found it. Now, okay. I'm, now I'm going to find that game. Which... Seventeen ninety nine on Cool Stuff for oh, pre order. I'm totally doing this. 
All right, I'm marking. Wait, where'd you see it? I can't find it now. Uh, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. So estimated release. So it's going to release on September 4th. So you'll just get it in a, you know, in about a month. But uh, but it'll be worth it. Yeah, I'm going to totally do this. And you think I would? Uh, I mean, you know me well enough. You think I'd? You, oh I'd yeah, enjoy you this. would absolutely love this. Like I said, I've always told you that you'd love uh, Star Realms and Hero Realms. Yeah. Uh, and this just takes it a little bit further. It, it's not very hard to learn at all. I mean, uh, one video and you'll be set because there's not so many rules that the video couldn't teach you or. I think the rule book is like three pages at most. So hmm. it's, it's not a big deal there. All right. Send me a um, link to that way because I can't find it for some reason. Okay. I put it in the uh, in the Discord. Yeah, that's perfect. I'll go there. Yep. It's the best episode so of GMS ever where it's just Scott buying things. Yes, another game. Yes. <laughs> another one. So we, uh, we saw something at uh, Comic-Con where mm-hmm. they were talking about Funko was acquiring, uh, you know, was going to put out a board game themselves, kind of a strategic board game. And a lot of people were like, what the heck? Funko out of nowhere is putting out a board game. Yeah. Well, so they acquired. What happened was they they licensed with Prospero Hall, which is kind of a design studio that put out a bunch of games last year and actually puts out some pretty good games. And then they had actually uh, had contracted with them to do a Funko Universe game. And then sort of towards the end, they just were like, well, you know, uh, we'll just acquire you. So they acquired the game studio wow. and then they put the game out. So even though it looked like it came out of nowhere, they've actually been working on this game for a year. Wow. So they've got the the Funko universe. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, right, I want to see this. For you. Go so ahead. the Fun- Funko verse, and oh, I'll yeah. even show for those that are watching. Uh, Funko verse strategy game. There's a bunch of different licenses. So they've got you know the Harry Potter. They've got DC, which has got Batman, Joker, Harley Quinn. They've even got uh, Batgirl. Uh, and the game itself. Oh, they've also got. Here's uh, some Harry Potter people. Here's uh, uh who, who are they? What's Johnson? his name? I forgot. Uh, the one with the wand and the blonde hair is oh, no. There's no blonde hair. Sorry, that's uh, that's Voldemort. I think he just doesn't look very right. scary. There is all right. Yeah. And then the other one is Sirius Black. No, it's Bellatrix. Oh, it's Bellatrix. Bellatrix. It's a lady. Okay. Bellatrix. And, and the other two that are in there. Ask your doctor are... if Bellatrix is right for you. <laughs> Bellatrix is right for you. <laughs> All right. So, uh, and actually, so the game itself, you know, they have a lot of different modes. They've got, the, you know, the game. Game comes with a couple of cards. Each one of the sets comes with cards that you have, like things like capture the flag, kill the leader, uh, control points, things like that. Mm-hmm. And you set up the boards according to these cards, and you'll you're playing to like six points or whatever the heck it is. And uh, as you're playing, there's only like four or five things you can do. It's like it's like move interact with something, do one of your special moves because each player has like three or four special moves. And then they go on this, uh, when you do a special move, there's a cooldown sheet mm-hmm. or you can, and you can attack obviously, or you can stand up, you know, just little things. It's like five things you can do. And then uh, when you use your little mana, uh, it goes on a cooldown. So you can just do basic actions. It's so simple yet so strategic and really good. I was I, I, a little, it's a little uh, confession. I was yeah. really surprised that it was good. And a lot of people are saying this because it's like, oh, it's Funko. Who cares? No, it's really freaking good. <laughs> so I was really surprised. But I'm telling you, it's it's a lot of fun. I think they're going to sell a ton. I, once they get people past that that uh, hump of, oh, what the hell? Funko's putting out games. Once they get past that mm-hmm. and they play it, they'll really enjoy it. I mean, I've also got a Rick and Morty set. There's yeah. a, a two Rick and Morty. There's also oh, yeah, look at that. the Golden Girls. Oh, shut up. Oh, yeah, we talked about this. I couldn't <laughs> believe that. There's a Rose that. and Blanche. Yeah, what's that about? Why? Because they can, I well, guess. I, but those are the li- uh, What it sounds like to me is they would like more licenses that are, like, broader and more universally appealing. And instead, they're right. like, well, you know I mean, what? We got to fill this up. We need something. Okay, the Golden Girls one's cheap. Let's do that. Well, how, what's more fun than something like the Golden Girls? What if you had the, uh, the Bob Ross set? <laughs> we have, like, Bob Ross and... Uh, you know, and anybody like that where they're just fighting each other. You know, if you took Blanche yeah. uh, with the Joker uh, against Voldemort and Batman. Yes. You know, you can do stuff like that. You can. You just throw these teams together. Yeah, you can. But should you is the question. But, <laughs> well, it's the Funko first. So anything could happen there. And, and you know, uh, I did ask him about licenses. They weren't yet ready to announce uh, anymore. But they did mention that, you know, just because it's a Funko doesn't mean that they automatically have the license. Oh, so, but they did oh, because you know, right because the, the deals they have yeah exactly because I've got stuff stacked over here that's like the big Lebowski and a bunch of Marvel stuff and some Star Wars stuff like the deals they make for those aren't going to include this unless they go to them get some kind of modified contract like that's licensing doesn't work that way you can't just use it for anything unless you're right. the Golden so, Girls you can probably use it for anything but 
and what's crazy about licensing so they may have licenses for like board game and if somebody else puts out a dice game but mm-hmm. even if it has a board but it's a dice game yeah they're putting it out so like licenses are very specific like there's very rarely that uh you know one person has you know total autonomy with mm-hmm. one license because you you'll see like one company put out a harry potter game but it's it's really just kind of a wand game with a card and then another person's putting out a deck building game with harry potter so like uh usaopoly has the the different uh harry potter their card games you know it's a deck building game sure. uh, battle for hogwarts and yet they have the the funko has the the license for harry potter to put in like kind of a board game version so I don't know where the line is. I haven't heard. Maybe that's one of the next things you see in the future is somebody challenging that somebody didn't actually have the license to said thing to be able to put it out. Huh. But who that's, knows? But it's good. It's really good. Yeah, it seems good uh-huh. from what you've described. I, I, I'm, I'm a little, I'm slightly surprised that you, you not that you in particular would, would like it or not like it. It's just that I think it is a big hump to get over when talking about Funko Pops. Right. To, to get over the idea that all oh, these are the stupid things my kid collects to, hey, this is a legit game. You know what I mean? Right. Like, that's hard. When that's I, a when, big jump. When I saw Chris Rollins was the guy that uh, he's one of the PR guys for Prospero Hall and one of the designers. When I saw him at uh, uh, San Diego Comic-Con doing interviews, I'm like, hmm, that makes a lot more sense yeah. that they're all of a sudden putting out a, because uh, I knew he was with Prospero Hall. Uh, so when I saw that they were doing it and I sat down, so this game is actually pretty quick. So we had a, a scheduled demo for 10 o'clock and, you know, from asking questions and BSing a little bit, we were done by 11 with a full game. Oh, wow. Uh, and that was with teaching and with, you know, the usual talking and asking, you know, press questions and stuff. So it doesn't take a whole lot of time either. Faster than uh, I would you know, have expected. Yeah. You know. So they have things like uh, we always talk about rolling rights are kind of the newer thing. You know that you know Yahtzee was an old school game, but now like one of the big things is roll and write. So they're kind of very chill games. We call them like beer and pretzel games. We're just kind of sitting around a table, and you're rolling and writing. They also have what's called draw and draw. Mm. So when you're drawing a card and maybe in writing. So here's another game that I didn't think I was actually going to like. So this is a Steve Jackson game. That's the creator of Munchkin. Yeah, we love Steve Jackson. He's great. So this is Deadly Doodles. Who's the artist? Which is a. um, That's not Kavalik, is it? no, it's uh, Katie Cook. Okay. All right. But really nice art, too. Very, yeah, looks very much on brand. Mm-hmm. Uh, what you're doing on here is you'll have a there's a, a deck of cards. You're actually going to go through kind of a dungeon. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody's got the same little board in front of them, and you've got dry erase boards. You're going to have these cards that are going to flip up, and they'll have things like oh. street pieces yeah. and, and four-way intersections and stuff like that. And what you're going to do is each round, you'll, you'll draw four of those cards. You have to use every one of those cards on your card. I'm sorry about the glare. Oh, looks good. But you've got a card there. Mm-hmm. You see there's like monsters that have letters on there. Yeah. There's going to be, uh, there's weapons that have letters and then there's a treasure chest. And in the middle, there's a dragon. Uh, so as you draw a card, you've got to draw like, you see how there's like a four-way intersection here? Yeah. You have to, you can, as long as you've started somewhere or you can come in from any one of the uh, beginning pieces at the side, you're going to try and make sure you get your way through the dungeon. And like the E is uh, the E monster is on a different side than the E uh, weapon, so you have to try and by the end of the game you have to get pairs of weapons or else you lose points. But if you have the the, the axe that's going to defeat the monster that hasn't you know have both a monster and a weapon, you'll get four points for each one of those. This is really freaking cool and takes note. This is a great filler, great family weight filler, and another one, Johnson. You would love this because you can just sit down while you're waiting for dinner to cook. Just <laughs> throw a couple cards. There's some. There's some lines on there, and you're, you're all Sounds set. like me, always I mean, sitting around waiting for dinner to cook. Oh, man. <laughs> Where's dinner, I say? Play a game, right. Dad. Uh, so uh, that looks that, that looks awesome. I would play that. Is the is the dragon the boss? You got to work your way to him? No, so the dragon, actually, all you got to do is is get through the dragon, and then he, all the gold that you find in the uh, in the dungeon is doubled. Mm. It's just the, the points are just doubled. Okay. Okay. Uh, you know, and there's this little thing. There's there's trap cards that you can trap a piece, uh, you know, a square on your board. Mm-hmm. And if anybody else goes through that board at the end of the game on their board, they lose points and you don't lose anything because, you know, you didn't go through your own trap. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. But, All right. That looks great. Really solid. Yeah, I would play that. That's a game I would uh, play filler or not. I'd play it. Um, all right. Do we have any uh, any random medical questions that people are looking None. for? None. I haven't gotten anybody to call in, you, you bums. Nobody wants to ask. Uh, all right, let's ask. I got one for you. Here we go. Um, okay. 
I have more games, but if they have medical questions, I'm, I'm more than willing. Let's do a medical. We're almost out of time anyway, so I'm going to do a medical question. Let's That's do. Um, how about. Um, um, yeah, here we go. We're in the midst of the great opiate epidemic, right? Yep. Uh, sure of those that are, uh, you know, people are getting pills and giving them to too many people and all that stuff. Is there one that's worse than another? In fact, in in, in, in in example, I mean, like if you're like at a doctor's office and he's like, we got to, you're, let's say you're this Eric guy, right? And you got hurt uh, at the, right. at the Gen Con. And I go in there as Eric and right, I say, you broke, your, broke your leg into a million pieces. Yeah. And the doctor's like, you got to have these pain pills. You got to have them. And you say, well, what do you got? And he lay, he names like three or four of the big names. Is there one in particular you want to avoid because it's the most addictive or the most, uh, you know, cause you problems like that? Uh, or is there one that you can like ask for that's like way less of a problem? So if you're legitimately in pain, yeah, take pain medicine. Okay. If you break something, you, uh, you know, you have cancer, uh, debilitating disease, take something. Yeah. But when your leg heals, don't make excuses that it aches in the you know in the winter and I'm and I'm not making any specific or anything like that. If you're still in pain, go ahead and take something. That's fine. But where people get in trouble yeah. is when they're not really in pain, and and again, it is addictive, and that's not an easy thing to say depending on how long or how bad your accident is. Right now, Eric, if you break your leg like that, my God, I, I would I might be reluctant, but I still am going to take some pain medicine. You know, I had hernia surgery, yeah, and I hate taking meds. And uh, I took some Percocet for a couple of days, and then I just went to anti-inflammatories because I just hate drugs. And but that's a little bit different than smashing your leg or having cancer. Like if you've got to take something, yeah. then by all means take something. But there is a fine line. I can't really say one thing over another. Like the, there's medications. There's a difference between people making medications that can be crushed and smoked and things like that. Like you can't really plan for illicit things. You yeah. can only plan as a manufacturer. In my opinion, in my professional opinion, you can only plan for things being used the way they're supposed to. So there's there's onus on doctors to only use them how they're supposed to, and there's onus on the patient to use them when you actually need them. Yeah. Now, both sides of those need to stop when you don't necessarily need it anymore. Right. So and, the, and that's the if, trick. If I'm in, right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and like guy like Eric, he's probably gonna have to have injectable. Uh, morphine or Dilaudid or things like that. And those oh, are pretty hefty. Like, you don't want Dilaudid if you stub your toe. Yeah. Because you're in pain. You know, something like that. You know, take some anti-inflammatories. Take an NSAID if you're able to take that and just go on. But if you've got, you know, if you've got pain, sometimes opiates are the are the way. Sure, there's non-opiate. I'll use this quote. It's my favorite thing. The non-opiate pain relievers. But they all work on the same receptors. We're finding more and more of these things are actually addictive. And they are becoming controlled substances. So, there's not really a lot of these heavier pain meds. There's there's not really any one. You yeah. know, you could sit here for hours talking about you know ranking them, but if you've got to take them, as long as you're using them responsibly and then get off them, then then go for it. I like that. It's a good answer. We actually have a call. Let's see who this is. Hi, you're on the air. Oh, yeah, this is uh, Jerry from Kentucky. Well, I've got a question. Hello, for Jerry. Sure, go ahead. <laughs> hello, Doctor Tolbert. <laughs> oh, is this Jerry? That Jerry? All right, awesome. Yes, it is. All right, no pressure on us. We got a real doctor on the phone. Okay, what do you got, man? So, so I enjoyed the conversation about the uh, about the drugs. I, a hundred percent back up what Dan said. Um, doctors and patients got to make sure we use the stuff the right way, but in the right context, it's a good thing. Um, the question is actually a medical question for Dan. Okay. Um, what oh. are your feelings on um, on on popular mass media reporting surrounding um, medical issues? And what's the what's the responsibility when we have like an opinion piece in a in, on a website or something? What, what's the responsibility of the people behind that to actually put some medical thought behind what goes into you know what, do the editors need to to put a medical uh, disclaimer at the end of those articles? What's what's your thought on that? So oh, whenever I, like I hear things like uh, you know when you when you see like a news outlet they put out a piece and you're like something sounds really funky here. The first thing I always do. Uh, or when somebody quotes this study or that, I always look at the byline and see uh, this this study or this is is uh, sponsored by Merck or sponsored by somebody else. Or is it a clickbait thing? Uh, and there, you see a lot of these things, a lot of clickbait articles that don't do a lot of their research. And you could tell usually, uh, as a medical person, you can tell usually in the first 
in, in the first few lines how it is. And there's some really irresponsible. We're going to talk about one. Uh, this is a good commercial, Scott. I hope you don't mind. We're going to talk about a huge article from the New York Post on Sunday on Paradox yeah. on our stream. There was an article in the New York Post about a, uh, a gentleman who passed away because he uh, he used some insulin and he had like uh, you know diabetic problems and he died because of it. Uh, but the article is completely blaming the type of insulin because it was an over-the-counter insulin he got from Walmart. Okay. So we're going to dig into this article quite a bit because there's a lot of irresponsible journalism, not to give anything away, but there's a lot of irresponsible journalism. And we'll talk about that. The problem with articles that have irresponsible journalism is that it, it, it's what really starts all these Facebook fights that you see mm. because people will quote this article or that. And then you read the article and you're like, man, my God, this is the biggest full of crap thing. Well, it's because they're just going, like, it's like the headlines it. And then they're, they don't really read it right to, to, to vet it or to, you know, see a fact and go, Oh, I don't know about that fact. I'm going to go look at somewhere. Like no one's doing their homework. Nobody does work anymore. It's just headline. Right. And then they freak out and everybody's fighting over it. Right. Because then they get their clicks and they get a, you know, a million million likes. It, it kind of goes along the same thing. Now, Jerry, you probably see this all the time. Somebody comes in and goes, uh, I saw uh, a Trigenta on the news and it's causing cancer. Uh, can yep. you just take me off that stuff? Yep. And it's not just on the news. It's it's during uh, Wheel of Fortune or, or uh, during Price is Right. They get the commercial that says, have you had Trigenta? Do yeah. you have liver failure? Yeah. <laughs> you know, do you really want to put those two together? I mean, I, I, I mean, yeah. Sometimes drugs have side effects, but man, don't scare everybody into not taking medicine that could save their lives. Well, okay. Let me ask you guys a question, and maybe you can answer this individually or jointly. But when I watch a commercial and it says, uh, you know, fart lenta is great for your freaking whatever it is, and then they rattle off all of the stuff they're legally required to rattle off from their studies, which is. Some people uh, are allergic to this. Other people barfed. Other people died. Uh, you know, some in some cases, cancer was caused. I always get the feeling, while those are scary and all, that what they're saying is they have to disclose that somebody on their study of, let's say, 3,000 people in the study, somebody in his 60s got cancer diagnosis in the middle of the study, which may or may not had anything to do with the medication, but because it happened then... They have to say that. Am I right about that assumption? Yep, absolutely true. Much. In, in fact, yep. in fact, had Eric been in a study right now, increased risk of fracture would have to show up on that study's list of side effects. Ah, seeing you hear he those fell all off the a time. scooter and broke his leg, yeah. but increased risk of fracture would have to show up because there's no guarantee that he would have had the same fracture had he not been on that drug. See, I hate so that. Scientifically speaking, you can't say that. I hate that because right. basically what's happened there. Is they've because they have to do it, and because there's no time to explain it in a 15 second freaking time slot after Hannity spews some bullshit for an hour, then all they get to tell you is may cause fractures, and people at home go, "It's gonna make my bones brittle. I'm not taking that." Like that—that's what they hear. They don't hear that that uh, that uh, dude in Indiana wiped out on a scooter. Yeah, right. Exactly. I, I there's mean, there's a certain threshold usually. There's like a certain percentage of when side effects occurred. Uh, that they even have in their literature. So if it becomes, if it's like 5% or 10% or more, they've got to list it on those commercials. And uh, and often, and a lot of times there's usually, you know, before they even list the 5%, usually statistically significant, which is a term that they throw around for a lot of these studies, that that's how it gets in the literature. And, and that's what gets up on the on those commercials. So uh, you, you just got to, if, if you have a certain condition, you ha if you have questions, just ask your healthcare professional. Hey, is this drug better than I saw this on the news? Is this drug better than this? Don't don't go in and say I have to have this drug. I we have people coming in when I was working retail. Oh my god, retail blows. When I was working retail, people would come in and they'd be like, I have got to take this drug, and you're like, Well, that drug is for erectile dysfunction, Mrs. Uh, McGillicuddy. Yeah. That's you don't need that. Yeah. So you know, people they just. They just yeah. see things and they're like, well, it's such a great commercial. Well, this, this is what uh, I would say. Why don't they go all the way? Like, if they're going to be that obtuse about some of these things that ha just happen to happen to some of the test subjects, why don't they say things like, uh, during the set test, a guy named Robert uh, got his penis caught in the spokes of his uh, front tire of his bike. May cause that. <laughs> like, like, why not just yeah. go all the way? Other guy got divorced. Uh, 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 <laughs> Gladys slammed her fingers in the door at Target. Like... What? Why well, don't you just well, tell you'll us notice, everything? You'll, you'll notice that increased risk of bruising, nausea, 
um, depression, all of those are side effects of almost every medication. Mm -hmm. Um, They may be the less than 1% side effects like Dan mentioned, but all the stuff that you're talking about, it actually does show up. It just shows up in the, in the, the doctor speak version of it, not in the average person speak. I don't think people know. If you dig deep enough, if you read far enough, you'll find all kinds of stuff like that. It's absurd, but it's also, it's one of those things that, that the people just don't like about science, which is we live with uncertainty every day. Right. We can't say yes or no to a question like that because we don't know. But we're okay not knowing. We yeah. will take that risk. Yeah, science, that's um, the whole point so of freaking the, science versus, you know. The, the, four right. things, the four things that if anybody ever asks you, can this cause something? You have nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, headache. You can get that from literally anything you put in your body. Yeah, including a burrito at Del Taco. <laughs> Full circle. Yeah, you can. It's the truth. Uh, Jerry, good. you're doing great work out there, man. Keep turning people or telling them to turn and cough and whatever else you're doing. And uh, <laughs> Thanks. less opioids, more coughing. All right, talk to you later. Uh, damn. You know, that was a prerequisite for uh, for me being a co-host with Jerry's. He made me turn my head and cough, so hopefully I don't have any more hernias. Uh, may, may cause, may cause <laughs> turning and coughing. Anyway, uh, you should tell, tell before we go. You should tell people about that little project you're doing with him and yeah, stuff. Yeah, so we do a show. Uh, it's Paradox, hosted by Bridget Levy. So Bridget is our host. She is our she's our straight man. So when me and Jerry get onto tangents about when we get a little bit too high, strong or, or high in the sky as far as using words that people really don't have a clue what the hell we're talking about, we're just like, wait, shut up. What is that? So she's really good at bringing you down to earth. Uh, and, and letting us, you know, and she moderates it great. She's our, a great host. So uh, it's Jerry and I and Bridget. And this Sunday at 7, we uh, every other Sunday or twice a month on Sunday on Twitch, we do a, the Paradox podcast show or whatever we want to call it, the Paradox show, hosted by Bridget Levy. And we, uh, we talk about medical things. Usually we have a topic for about a half hour, 40 minutes. And then we take questions from the uh, from the, the chat room. That's awesome. So please come on out and uh, check it out. Uh, I'm yeah. still working on hosting because... My God, I have to pick yours and Ibit's brain about all this. I have no idea about music and this and that. Oh, my God, licensing. I have no idea. It's kind of a pain in the ass, but once you – and and feel free to ask. But, yeah, once you get your head around it, it'll be like, oh, okay, we're good. It's not too bad. Mm -hmm. So you're doing all the production? You're the guy running all the knobs and everything? We're we're kind of doing a little bit of everything. Like Jerry's doing a lot of the streaming stuff. I'm doing the uh, editing and the podcast stuff. And uh, and Bridget does the hosting and and some of the other, uh, you know, behind-the-scenes production stuff as well. So we're we're sharing it right now. I think people should listen to it. Also, I would go to – if I had my choice and you guys didn't live in other states, you'd be my pharmacist. He'd be my doctor. That's how this would work. That's how Jerry I do is it. ridiculously intelligent. He's, in, it's he's incredibly I, I'm smart. I'm intimidated just being on a show with him. Yeah, he's really smart. He's also very funny. I bet he's got the best like patient rapport ever. Like I would go see that guy. Even if he said, all right, get the glove. We're, get, we're going up the hooter there. I'd do it. I'd do it with you, Jerry. <laughs> uh, oh, all right. boy. Uh, Dan, this has been way fun. And uh, obviously, it's been great, man. I've had a blast. Yeah, it's really good. We can't cover off everything, obviously, but uh, in upcoming episodes, we'll have more from Dan and his recommendations in both areas of uh, tabletop gaming as well as better health. Uh, any- as well as your bunghole. <laughs> anything else you should tell people about? Like, where should they go get all your stuff and all that? So uh, next week, we should have, uh, well, we're recording next week the Gen Con review. So we'll have a ton of games that we played. Uh, and covered and bought and everything else so that'll be on the geek all-stars podcast so check out that and and of course i'll have a top five games from gen con on the top five podcast and a munchkin land or munchkin minute on the munchkin land podcast will be out soon where i'll give a little bit more news but check out the geek all-stars four hour review and of course i'll be back next week to talk to scott and and my long lost brother brian and yeah well hopefully he doesn't get too lost to vegas but you're not too lost <laughs> the, the the locusts are gone so that's better uh less likely to run into that old chestnut so those grasshoppers have come and gone so he should be having a good time i hope he does he gets home uh over the weekend which means we will have a brand new show on monday with his triumphant return um, hey how about mixing uh mixing some chick-fil-a or something scott no more of this del taco crap for a few that's days. what i'm thinking right i just need some bread and chicken how about that that's what i need you know what i was raised on bread and chicken you know what i should eat now bread and chicken because i'm conditioned for it Give me some bread. Give me some chicken. I don't need your beans. I don't need your fancy sauces. Don't give me your burritos. Don't give me your fancy food. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, bread, I always tell people, bread and chicken and everything else, it's, everything is fine as long as you're getting your diet and exercise. Get your Have a good diet that's balanced and yeah. moderation is key. And then just 
go work out every now and then. Yeah. You know, that's what we that's what we're here for. We, we got muscles for a reason. Go use them. Three days a week. Just get out and get out there and do a thing. I say that. I just yep. had one of the worst weeks of ever for working out. But <laughs> I'm going to be back on track. I got this. Everything's going to be fine. You know what? Next time you come on, I have a couple of fad diets I want to talk to you about. Absolutely. Yeah. And we'll see if those are really worth anything or if they are as enhanced by pill, uh, certain pills and certain supplements or not. That'll yep. be coming I got some up. good diet stories. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that next time. Oh, good. Like how the Atkins guy died of a heart attack. That's my favorite thing in the world. <laughs> I mean, sorry to his family and anyone feeling his loss, but still, you have to admit, that's a funny thing. It's like the all-meat yeah. diet, and he had a heart attack. I'm just well, saying... You know, runners, you always see those distance runners. They're always dying of heart attacks and stuff like that. So it's it's, kind it's of a, a weird line. Kind of a bummer, man. This guy's dying off that way. Anyway, uh, that's well, going to do it for us. Die. No, I'll be fine. Don't worry about me. You know, you'll be I, I got a good 12 years left or something. Uh, hey, it's uh, patreon.com slash TMS is why we have this fifth episode a week. I'm really glad that Dan could do this with me, and I hope that you guys enjoyed it. If you'd like to support us, head on over there, patreon.com slash TMS. You can leave us uh, your emails during the week, themorningstream at gmail.com. You get a follow-up for something that came up today. That'd be great. Uh, whatever, we'll take it. You can also reach us via voicemail, 801-471-0462. We are on Twitter. I'm at Scott Johnson. Brian's at Coverville. The show is at Morningstream. And Geek Jock Blog for Dan. Don't forget. That's uh, going to do it for us. Thank you all for listening. And we'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com.